0: Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host Roxanne. I'm a mom of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. everyone and welcome back to the rise of her podcast in today's guest episode i will be talking to the beautiful kate who is the owner of blush beauty in red hill queensland her boutique specializes in making clients feel beautiful and welcomed while also giving them an understanding of their skin and the treatments and services they go in to get kate has been in business for a decade so she has a lot of insight and learnings which she shares with us during our conversation today i hope you love the episode hey kate thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with me today i'm so excited to have a chat with you and learn a little bit more about your business and what you do.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be here and, um, I guess finally meet you in like a person sort of sense, even though it's over by
0: you know our podcast. But I'm super excited. Yeah, it's actually crazy <laughs> because, um, I have been following you for a bit, and yeah, same. <laughs> we've been like, I can't believe you're so close to me and I haven't come I know, in
1: yet. I know, but I don't know, life. Life just so crazy, isn't it? You know, like when you've got a family and a business and a job, um, I think sometimes we kind of forget about ourselves and, you know, things that, or things that we want to do kind of get pushed to the side sometimes and we yes. just forget about them.
0: I'm uh, really so. bad with like beauty <laughs> treatments and stuff that I need. I'll be like, oh, um, I really need that. <laughs> well, I
1: would really- you believe it? I'm obviously in the industry, but so am I. Yes. Trust me. <laughs> the people who are in the beauty industry totally know
0: you're actually the last one to get anything done. Oh, yeah. It's that whole like, like, so for example, like my husband yeah. is a landscaper and our lawn needs the most help. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally fine. So, to start with, I would absolutely love it if you could tell the community a little bit about you and what you do and. Mm-hmm everything that kind of goes on with blush beauty
1: yeah of course so as Roxanne said my name's Kate and um, I am a qualified beauty therapist so diploma level Uh, I am also qualified in um, makeup business laser tattoo removal um, eyelash extensions and cosmetic tattooing and I am currently studying my bachelor of nursing at university as well Um, so I own blush beauty boutique, um, alongside with four other beauty businesses as well. So yeah,
0: that's a little bit about me. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Like that is so much like, do you love to learn? Is that? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I do. It's like,
1: I don't know. I'm one of those types of people. I just, I can't stop. I can't stop or sit still kind of in my field. I love constantly learning, which I mean means that I don't really have much of a life or it does take a bit of a backseat. But, you know, I enjoy it. So it's not it's not work. I know that's so cliche, um, but it's really not because, I mean, I wouldn't be doing all of this if
0: I didn't love it. It's so important to stay educated as well and like continue to learn along the way, especially with something that you love, because I assume like with the beauty industry, things change so quickly So being able to constantly update what you know is essential, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not only do trends change all the time, you know, when we look at things like, you know, your brow laminations and your lash extensions and that type of thing, trends for that change all the time, but also our policies change as well. Um, You know, and we do have a lot of, um, I guess, benches and um, communities that work on that as well and making sure that we are a sort of, become a more governed area. So yeah, there's a lot that kind of goes on within our industry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Wow. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you started your business and Mm -hmm. kind of when you had that moment where you were like, I can definitely do this. This is something that I can move forward with and I know I can do it well.
1: So I actually started blush. So my first beauty business when I was 21, I'm now 31, (laughs) giving away my age there, but it's been 10 years. And I think the moment that I kind of thought about I want to do this um, is actually probably when I was still studying beauty. Um, I did work for someone which was amazing experience, but I did have a couple of jobs after that within the industry that weren't amazing experiences for back then. And I knew that I I knew that I could offer better and I knew that I wanted to offer better, not only to my clients but also to um, any employees that I would be able to have. Um, So, yeah, what I used to do is I had a little book that I used to take with me and anything that I liked how my um, employer did or that I didn't like that they did, I made sure that I wrote those things down so that, you know, when I became... a boss, so to call it. Um, I really already had an idea of the type of boss that I wanted to be and what I wanted to give off to my clients and um, my staff as well. So yeah, I, I think I had the idea in my head quite young. Um, I am quite lucky that my parents have had their own business my whole life. So I think I've kind of always seen that. And that's kind of what I wanted as well. Um, I guess I don't really know what I wanted fully to come out of it, but I just knew I wanted to
0: have one (laughs) and I wanted to be um, good at it. That's amazing. I love, I've (laughs) never heard anybody say that they took like a little, Booklet around like a booklet. Oh around really? To, yeah, never have I encountered that and I absolutely <laughs> okay. love it. Yeah. Like, I
1: mean, some people call me weird and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's not
0: I think that, that I think that is incredible that you did yeah. that and you were able to recognize that that was something you wanted to implement as you moved forward and as you yeah, grew and absolutely. as you learned. like. that is amazing. You need to take the good and the bad, you know,
1: and you need to be able to write that down and remember the things that to- you really liked and the things that you really didn't and how they made you feel in that situation so that when you are in a place where you know you're potentially making someone feel that way, you can kind of think back to it and go, okay, I didn't like this, so I'm going to make sure that I change it, or I like this, and yeah, go with that. I think it's really important.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, there's a I'm going to be I'm going to be thinking about that for the next ten Get years. Get yourself of my a life. little book. Like, <laughs> Notebooks are great. <laughs> no, definitely. Okay, so speaking of your business, what is the yeah. most popular treatment that you have had maybe in the past or even now I'd love it if you could walk me through it and tell me yeah. why you think people love it so much
1: because I'm going to kind of I guess talk about like the here and now um so I'd say at the moment um our skin treatments are really Popular because I'm kind of, I guess, changing my business model a little bit to going down that pathway um, because I feel like skin and facial treatments, they're not just a trend, they are something that is there to really help people. Um, so I think it's such an important thing. And yeah, so they're really popular for the obvious reason. That's kind of what we, you know, really want to promote to our clients as well that we can help them. Um, and I guess what one of those treatments would look like is. Um, obviously our clients or our guests um, you know are always invited to come in um, and when they actually arrive in salon we love offering them either um, obviously a beverage of their choice or we do do um, cool and warm hand towels so aromatherapy alongside they're giving their um, consultation card which we think is so important when we're talking about skin and it's really important for us to be able to make that relationship with our client as soon as they walk in the door. I really drill it into my staff that our salon is, it's a home. We want it to be a home for everyone. Like we know your name. We know your children's name. We know what, you know, we'd like to remember when your child's party was two months ago when we saw you and asked you about that. It's so important to have that Um, service and that connection. So we really pride ourselves on that. But yeah, in terms of the actual skin treatment, all of our skin treatments come with a complimentary um, consultation. So that's where our therapists take you through, obviously not only looking at what's happening with your skin on the outside, but getting you to walk us through what you already do, what products you use, and also taking a little bit of a look at your lifestyle. So um, your stress levels, your gut health, that type of thing. Obviously, we do come up with a plan together with our our client. Again, we like it to be really involved so that our client understands that we want to go, what goals we want for them, what their goals are, and something that's sustainable for them to be able to do as well. That's really important too when you're setting goals. And then obviously, it's the nice, beautiful, fluffy bit we like to call it in the industry where you get into our beautiful, warm bed and you have your treatment. So we have such a wide range of skin treatments that I'm not going to list them all off. But basically, each one is tailored to your skin. Um, you know, we're not, if you come in and you book in I don't know, for a hydration treatment, but your skin doesn't need that, then we're not going to give that to you because we're not here just to sell you something. We're here to really be here for you and um help you, I guess, feel better about your skin. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's a little bit of an insight to our treatment. We do always like to again finish off with a warm tea, um, our beautiful hot towels, um, and then obviously sending our clients home with a um, we actually send them home with a bit of a treatment plan um, so that again, they kind of know where they're going. Um, And then we do like to touch base with them a few days after as well, just to make sure that everyone's a okay
0: and feeling good after their treatment. Amazing. Um, That sounds like such an incredible experience. (laughs) Like it doesn't feel like from what you've told me, it doesn't feel like you are just walking in and walking out.
1: Yeah. Like, I, and I always say this to everyone, I think a lot of people are quite um, scared, shall I say, or intimidated maybe to go and get a skin treatment done because they just think they're going to sell me things like that's what I hear. But, you know, in our salon, I think it's it's the connections more important for us. And it really is. I don't just say that you could ask any one of my you know clients that walk through the door Um, I will, we will never try and sell you something unless you really need it, because I don't know, I would rather, again, like I said, form that connection and have you coming back where I can see your skin multiple times and really help you with whatever's going on, rather than just give you something that you're going to go home with forget to use and then never come back like that's not helping anyone
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like um with skin it's so much bigger than just what it looks like like there's so (laughs) much more to like how you feel when your skin feels amazing like when for me like when my skin is at its best I feel incredible like so much more confident in myself and So I personally like have had issues with having a treatment done where I've felt like I was just pushed in the door, get the treatment done, pay, and then I leave. And then I just really don't, there's nothing more to it from that. And I don't want to come back, obviously. So no, that's such a shame. it, It does happen, like it does happen, but then there are those, there are businesses who are wanting to create that experience for people and they are truly wanting to help people with something that is bigger than just the surface of their skin so yeah absolutely because
1: it is it is it's also like you said it's not just
0: about your skin obviously we're skin therapists
1: and we have the modalities to help you with that and the knowledge but it's kind of We like to approach it from the holistic side as well. It's really important for you to look after yourself and your soul and your well-being. Like life is loud these days. There's so much going on that if you can come into a room for an hour just with that quietness or, you know, some of my clients come in and all they want to do is talk to me because they need to unload and that's okay, you know. We're there to
0: be there for you too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's really important for us. Yeah, that that's massive actually. Like <laughs> the amount of offloading that tends to happen when you have an appointment yeah. like that because people are so already yeah. so vulnerable, right? They come in. Yeah. Maybe they have a skin concern and they're already mm-hmm. in a vulnerable position because, you know, maybe they're not wearing makeup or something um, and they're already uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. then they go in there and you provide a space which is so safe for them that they can offload that. Like that's yeah. just incredible. Like that's everything that you want from a, from a Absolutely. treatment. In my opinion. It's, like, it's,
1: yeah. It's a wonderful thing for us to be able to do as well. You know, it's, it's nice for us too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd really love to know if there's anything that you guys do to manage your own state when it comes to having, you know, clients that are offloading onto you with a lot of uh, maybe some heavy stuff that is a lot to take on for you like is there anything that you you guys do to manage that for yourselves
1: yeah absolutely I feel like you know because we do kind of like I said we hear lots of stuff lots of things good bad ugly everything in between um, and I think it really comes down to you know I think you need to take that and you need to hold it for your client because they obviously want you to hold it if they're telling you um, but for yourself, I think it's really important that, I know it's so cliche, but what's done at work is left at work. You know, you need to go home. Um, I think it's really nice, um, you know, on your drive home from work to just kind of decompress from your day. Listen to some music, treat yourself well, you know, nice warm shower when you get home. It is, it's good to, I don't know if other people do this, but I know myself when I'm like changing the room around between my clients too, I think you kind of like release that energy from that client so that then you can kind of rebalance and get ready for your next one as well. So I think there's lots of ways that you can look after yourself, and everyone's going to be a little bit different. But I think the biggest thing is that you kind of need to leave
0: it at work so that it doesn't, you know, affect you. We always talk about how sometimes what somebody tells you can be like a backpack and you can carry it as long as you want to, but you also have permission to put it down. Absolutely. yeah, that's kind of how we like to look at things when we are having deeper discussions with, you know, somebody else or, and that's, I think that it's really important to know when it's okay to put that down and when you need to pick it back up.
1: Absolutely. And I think also it's really important, you know, I don't know if this is going off track too much, but obviously it is relevant. You know, as long as the things that you're talking about, you know that your client is safe. You know, because I mean, if someone's telling you something, then you know it is it is your job also to make sure that they're in a safe position, and if you can help that in any way, then do so. Um, But you know, we do like to, I guess, just take that little extra time and. You know, if someone has told us something, even if if they're going for a job interview, you know, and they're worried about it or stressed about it. I love messaging the next week and being like, How did your interview go? Like, you know, I hope that you did well. I can't wait to hear about it when you come in next, because I think that's really important. Um, yeah. because you know, you see these people as your clients once, twice, three times a month sometimes. Sometimes I see them more than my own family, yeah. you know, throughout the year. So um, yeah, I think, yes, you're right. You you can take these things and hold them and put them down. But I do think it is important when you're creating that relationship with someone um, to be able to pick them back up and go with it.
0: I can't even explain like how much of a difference that has made. Like for me, when I've had, I've gone and had something done, a treatment or like, you know, I've yeah. had my hair done or something. I've mentioned something so small and the fact that they've remembered it I'm like yeah. you are my new best friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know Thank you so much. I think, and I think it just becomes a bit of a norm about how we um how how we interact as well and what things we hold in our minds because some days I mean, I don't even know what my own name is anymore, but a client will come in and I'll say something and be like, oh my gosh, how did you remember that? I was like, I just did. Yeah, (laughs) I did. And it was obviously important to you. So I'm asking you about it
0: now. That's how you keep connections with people and build those relationships. So it's so great that you do that. I love it. Thanks. that's okay um I know that you guys just recently celebrated your 10th year of business yes. which is huge massive uh, um so huge, congratulations huge. on that I would really love to know if there were some periods through that 10 years where you mm-hmm. were extremely proud of yourself where you just remember being like I'm amazing <laughs> how incredible am I like
1: <laughs> um <laughs> I do like to call my, I well, I do like to think that I'm humble. <laughs> and if anyone asks me those questions, I don't normally have an answer um, because I think anything anyone does is a success um, and should be, you know, treated that way. Um, but I think the things that I'm probably most proud of is, one, making it to 10 years because, trust me, there's been many times throughout my career where um, I was ready to, you know, hang up the little facial towels and I'm yeah. done um but yeah I think taking it to 10 years um I think I'm really proud that I've been able to do it by myself um I don't have a partner um I started it by myself I saved up the money and you know got my first shop and whatnot and have now moved on to my second um so I'm very proud of being able to do that um and I think I'm proud of again like where I've been able to take it in terms of, you know, I've been able to teach. Um, I've been able to go overseas and learn new techniques. Um, I've been able to now obviously move into nursing. Um, so yeah, there's lots of like little things, I guess that I've been proud of
0: in those 10 years. Being able to, because a lot of, I think it's like the first five years, most businesses yeah, don't make it to know, the first the five years. The are pretty high. <laughs> and it's, because it's so easy to give up on yourself, right? Yeah. It's really yeah. easy to be like, this is too hard. Like I'm going to quit. Yep. So the fact that you haven't, and you know that you haven't, mm-hmm. and you have kept going is amazing, and it's really inspirational that you have. Oh, thank you. Um, because it just shows, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. I hear as well. Like when I when I went into business, um, I remember even like my accountant back then, you know, said to me, "The first three years will make or break you," mm. and. Everyone says that, but honestly, from being in the position now, I think it's like probably the three to ten years that will make and break you. Yeah. Because the first three years, I think you have a lot of a lot of drive in you. You're excited. Um, also, because you're a new business, you're getting you're usually getting a lot more. Um, uh, you know, you know, you're getting noticed because people are like, oh, what's this? Like, I want to try it. Like, you want to tell my friends about it. And it's usually after that three year mark where things do start to slow down a little bit for some people because you're not new anymore you know, so you've got to come up with the new ideas and the new treatments and whatnot to to keep that sort of rising, I guess, rather than sort of going just stagnant. So yeah, I, I, I disagree with everyone says, I think the first three years are probably your better ones. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I could totally understand what you
1: mean. <laughs> yeah, I It's been a wild ride, but it's, it's been a good one. And, um, Yeah, there's probably not much I wouldn't change because like I said, you learn lots of lessons, but they're put there to be learnt so that, you know, you you don't make the same mistakes again and so that you can kind of thrive
0: off moving upwards it's really uh, interesting being able to have that growth mindset and be like yeah everything that I'm doing is either going to teach me or I'm going to actually go the way that I want to go yeah and it's yeah yeah, it's really important to have that and be able to switch switch that on because that's when you kind of do start to see things change in your life when you're like what can yeah. I actually learn from this, right?
1: And and I think I think when you have that mindset as well, um, you know, because like I said, when you get to hard points, it's it is like a fork in the road. You know, you're you're definitely going to go, okay, I can learn from this and what am I gonna do to fix it or to move on or to better it? Or I'm done, Yeah, you know, and, and, and I think that'll also really teach you about yourself as well. And, and I think it'll really show you what you really do want because, and there's nothing wrong if you If you're ready to be done with something like that's fine, you know, you've done it and you've learned what you've needed to learn in your life and you're on to the next thing. But I think if you really want it, then you're obviously going to find a way.
0: On that, actually, I would love to know if there's anything that you find keeps you motivated. If you kind of start to feel yourself getting a little bit Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? You kind of like, oh, (laughs) I don't know anymore. Do you have to find something that motivates yeah. you or, or do you have enough drive yourself to keep going with that consistency?
1: I think anyone has enough drive for that to be honest because again outside of business we have we have a life. Mm-hmm. You know, and you've got to kind of like juggle both of those. So I think to be able to have drive to keep going and to better yourself. Um the things I guess that drive me is that I I always want better. I don't know if better is the right word, but, you know, I have an idea of what I would like for myself and what I would like for my business. And I guess maybe I am quite a straight and narrow person that, you know, if I haven't gotten there, then I've just got to keep going. And I know and I understand that that's probably not everyone's way of looking at thing and something and everyone's mentality. But I guess that's probably how I am, um, especially if I see, you know, see other people doing something. I'm like, I want that.
0: Yeah, uh, just, I have
1: to, I, you know, like I have to get that. So what am I going to do to get it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Just like being really aligned with your goals and knowing yeah. exactly what you want. Sometimes mm-hmm. like having that clarity is all you need. Like you don't have to know exactly how it's going to get there, how you're going to get there because the plan changes no. along the way regardless. But Yeah, having that clarity of your goal and what you want from your life makes such a huge difference in the steps that you actually take every day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, again, like bringing the business and your personal life in, I think, you know, a lot of people will probably have like personal goals in their life, you know, like they want to travel or they want to buy a house or whatever it may be. And that will align with their business because that's their income, you know, their business is their income. So they have to get to a certain point in their business to be able to
0: have that in their personal life. And I guess that's, you know, probably what motivates a lot of people. One of my biggest goals has always been like just to be able to go and pick up my kids from school and show up to all of all of the things that they have at school. And because I have so many kids, like the only way that I can do that is to work for myself. Yeah. And I have that now. So there's nothing really on that front where I'm like, uh, need more, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like, this is what I worked for and I have it. So all I do now is just maintain it. But then I have amazing though. Oh, I love it so much. Sometimes I forget and I get a bit wrapped up in work. And that's that's totally fine too. You kind of pivot from where you need to go sometimes. But for me, I'm like okay, I have to remind myself every now and then, like, this is what I worked for. Like, this is why I worked this hard to get to this point. And I'm here now. Yeah. So I maintain it. Absolutely. But then I also have yeah. other aspirations and goals that I, and I have my passions that mm-hmm. I absolutely like, they feel so aligned yeah. with me. And I just haven't, I just am constantly working on them.
1: <laughs> yeah. All the time. And I think, <laughs> and like I said, and I think that's okay because, like I said, not everyone has, you know, has the goal that they want to keep going and going and going. And, you don't have to, you yeah. know, like now that you're able to do what you want to do, like just you and his example, obviously, like that's great and that's amazing. And that's okay if you don't want to take it any further. Like, yeah. you know, that's wonderful. And then I know that some people do, you know, like myself, I just can't help myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and, you know, I don't think, I don't think, um, you know, stopping at a certain place kind of defines, you know, whether you've made it or not basically. Yeah. <laughs> as long much- as you're happy in what you're doing. Um, and, you know, you haven't exhausted yourself to the limit where you just have no passion for anything
0: anymore. Yeah. then Amazing. Good on you. <laughs> it's completely like, it's so personal to everybody. And I think there's no, like, there's no one way of doing things, right? Like no. you can do something completely different and still feel as fulfilled as you could possibly feel absolutely and then there's somebody else that'll do something else somebody somebody else that will do something different and you'll be like oh that looks good too and then it changes for you for sure and like you said <laughs> yeah. it's ever-changing And I'm yeah even
1: myself like I do, I, I once had someone say something to me only a couple of months ago, we met up and they were like, oh, what's happening in your life? And I was like, oh, not much, you know, nothing crazy. And they're like, oh, and I heard you were doing, you know, building a house. I was like, oh yeah, I'm building a house. And oh yeah, I'm in my second year of nursing and oh yeah, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And they literally said to me, Kate, I would actually have to see your life when you were busy. Like yeah. <laughs> what the hell? and I don't know to me it's just it's that's just my life you know Yeah, that's it's how you just, like
0: it to move right yeah
1: it's yeah. just normal for me um but yeah. It's, it's a wonderful thing that we're able to, you know, I guess do what we want and make that happen
0: for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, totally agree with you. So what advice would you give to somebody who did want to start their own business, but they were kind of struggling with if, if it was something that they could do, or if they were str- like having issues with um, actually going all in on themselves mm-hmm. and trusting okay. themselves?
1: My advice would be to just do it. And I know that that again is, so cliche, and you just say, How do you just do it, Kate? Well, when I very first started, I was working three jobs. So I was working um, as a makeup artist for Napoleon Purtis and I was also working um, within a like a beauty training facility. Um, and then I was also doing some booty on the side. And again, it got to that point where, you know, I was starting to get a few clients and I was like, like, I, I have to try this. You know, it's what I really want to do. I'm going to give myself six months. I feel like I have enough in my account to back me for that time to, you know, pay my rent, pay my car, whatever I had to do. So if it doesn't work out, work out after the six months, then okay, I'm okay with that. I've tried it. I've given myself a go and I'll work out what I have to do then. You know, I have a qualification. I can pick up a job if I need to at some point. So that's where I was like, all right let's do this. And I did. I rented a room in a hairdressers. And then within about, I think it was about seven to eight months, I got so busy that I opened up my first shop by myself after that time. So I think you just have to have a little faith in yourself. Um, I think that is probably our biggest problem is that we are usually downers on ourselves. Um, we're usually the hardest on ourselves. You see all these other people hyping you up like your friends and your family. So why not do it for you? You know, um, if it's what you really want, you will make it happen some way. And again, there's always people out there to help you like reach out and it doesn't always cost money. Like honestly, I'm, if you want to ask me any questions about anything, you can always ask me anything, anything. I'm so open. I love helping other people. Um, I think that's just part of being human, you know, is helping others and having that compassion for others as well, because it's not easy. It is not. Um, and you'll probably have a few sleepless nights, but that's okay because you're working towards your goal. So, yeah, I know it's probably not the best advice, but just
0: do it. <laughs> just, that is just do it. <laughs> the best advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do. You just make it work. I can't explain it. I really can't. Whether that be, you know, eating two-minute noodles for a couple of weeks to pay your first lot of rent, you will be happy doing that because then the next month you won't, you'll be taking your friends out for lunch because, you know, you've hit the jackpot at work that week. (laughs) So you've just got to do it and try it because, I mean, how else are you going to know? And like I said, the worst thing that can happen is that you just have to go and get a job. It doesn't mean that you have to stop I guess, wanting to get where you want to get. It means you've just had to put it on hold a little bit because once you open a business and you register an ABN, that's your ABN now. That's your that's your name. You never have to cancel that or um, close that. You just push it to the side and then work on it slowly. So there's so many different routes that you can go down to get yourself started. But I think the biggest thing is, is like I said, just have, a, have some faith in yourself like the other people around you
0: do. I love that. That's so inspiring <laughs> what you said there. Oh, it was so inspiring. <laughs> and Thanks. I love how you were saying um, how it's human to want to help people, right? Yeah. Well, it
1: is for me anyway. Well, yeah, no, I totally oh, agree.
0: For me. <laughs> I'm, exa- I'm exactly the same. Like I have always, like ever since I was younger, always wanted to help in whatever way that I could. If people were just okay with wanting to help and, and sitting in that kindness a little bit more, yeah. the world would be such a better place instead of oh, wouldn't it being yeah instead of yeah. being worried like oh what are they gonna think like what if they say no like that kind of thing and how for sometimes... me it's such
1: a normal thing like again yeah. as a human how can you not just want to help people or be nice to them like yeah I don't
0: know I don't get it I know sometimes <laughs> the world can make you harsh right like for a lot yeah, of people the I, world yes yeah, things, things can happen yeah. to you and they can make you feel like you need to hide yourself away and you have to yeah. become, you know, rock hard. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I totally understand that. Mm. Um, but I refuse to let the world make me hold. Yeah. There's so much more strength in that kindness and, and yeah, actually absolutely. wanting to help people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, not to get like too woo-woo on everyone here, but you know, honestly, the good vibes that you put out, you'll get back
0: tenfold. I totally agree with that too. It's all energy exchange. Yeah. <laughs> you can put it out there without expecting anything in return as well. Like huge difference in how you feel and like, yeah. Yeah. And expressing yeah. that gratitude all the time for what does come to you well
1: especially easily. because like, if you're not expecting anything on return in return you're not putting for use of a better word like a value on something you know mm-hmm. you're not gonna say well I'm gonna do this because I'm gonna get this in return. we're yeah. just doing this because well
0: you walked past it and it needed doing. <laughs> yeah you know yeah because with with that kind of thing I'm always like oh well if I if if you're gonna say like I'll walk past and you sorry it was gonna it needed to be done You're also you're not just thinking about yourself.
1: No. You're thinking
0: about the person that comes after you, right? Yeah, and absolutely. I always wonder. Like, imagine how much better the world would be if everybody thought about the person that was going to step there next.
1: Agreed. Oh, yeah. I love that statement. That's beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would just, it would just be such a beautiful place. So we'll yeah. move on to some rapid fire questions. Okay. <laughs> if you can try to answer them in one sentence or less, that would be okay. amazing. Don't yep. be too stressed if it goes over. Okay, because <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's really hard to be like, I'm just going to go in the sentence. Okay, so the first question is what Mm -hmm. motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Success. (laughs) What is the worst piece of advice you've ever received? This is a good one. And again, this is going to be quite a controversial one for some people.
1: The worst piece of advice I've gotten, and I've gotten it many times is in your business, hire people to do the things that you can't. So for me, Let me just explain myself really quickly for that one. For me, that's the worst piece of advice because I'm a big believer in in your business. You should be able to do and understand at a basic level everything that needs to be done so that if someone that you do hire to help you on those things because it's not your best knowledge leaves... You can pick it up and do it until you can find someone else to help you with
0: it. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: The best piece of advice is just another little one where I have been told that I'm totally
0: capable of doing these things. So do them. What is the most rewarding thing about your business? Totally the people I get to meet.
1: I love my clients. Um, many of them have become my friends now and it's just honestly the most wonderful thing that I could ask for.
0: And what was your quote unquote dream job when you were younger?
1: (laughs) Um, so my dream job was actually a hairdresser, which I feel like is pretty similar to a beauty therapist.
0: (laughs) I love how you explained that worst piece of advice that you got. (laughs) I definitely agree with outsourcing. (laughs) Definitely agree with outsourcing and 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 leveraging your time.
1: Yeah. And I do it a lot in my business, but I think I've also learned from experience too. You know, sometimes you have to get rid of people or sometimes they get rid of you, you know? And if you can't pick up in the meantime, it's going to go downhill in your business pretty fast because I mean, also these days, it's also very hard to find people that align with you to help you so if you can't do it then I don't think it should be something that you should be doing in your business so same with everyone that I employ like staff wise and I don't mean for this to sound excuse my language cocky because I'm honestly the last person to be like that but I ensure that every person I employ my qualifications are either equal or higher than theirs. And again, that is so that if they leave, which happens, um, I can step in and I can do their job and I can still make my business run until I find the next person that, you know, is going to come in
0: and help out. Okay. So did you have any last Um, little tidbits or like pieces of advice that you wanted to share before we wrap up? Oh, I don't know if I have
1: like anything on the spot, but I would just love to say to anyone out there who's listening to this or who's wanting to start a business or even just start a career, you know, even if it's in the beauty industry, just do it. Life (laughs) is so short, honestly. And again, I know it's so cliche, but life is so short. Don't let people or things stop you from doing what you want to do because, You'll feel so happy that you've trusted yourself and you've given yourself the op- opportunity in life to do this and give it a go. And you know what? Magic definitely happens. Just start small. I I always am a big believer in don't overcapitalize when you're starting out. Start small and um grow grow into it. You know, like you grow into your shoes, grow into business.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, um, I just wanted to thank you again for being oh. on the podcast. I'm so grateful for the time that you spent today and all of the thank amazing you. advice that you shared <laughs> and your story. I have I have oh. no doubt that um, our listeners will absolutely love hearing from you. Oh, I um, hope so. Thank you so much. You're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big sweetheart, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> so before you go, do you want to share where people can find you on socials or yeah,
1: of course um so on instagram it's just blush beauty so b-l-u-s-h and then b-e-a-u-t-e and um on facebook it's blush beauty boutique so yeah you're welcome to head over and like i said if you If anyone who's listening ever wants to ask me anything, whether it be about beauty or business, please slide into my DMs. Um, It may take me a couple of minutes because I might be studying like, you know, pharmacology or something like that. But I promise I will get back to you. Um, And like I said, I'm always willing to just even listen if it's an idea that you have or um, something yeah that you want to run past someone I will always be happy to be that person for you and yeah. I wish you the best of luck and success in anything that you all
0: do oh you are such a little gem aren't you <laughs> <laughs> okay well sunshine you know <laughs> oh we love that we love that okay um thank you again for being on the podcast You're welcome I will talk so to much. you soon <laughs> yeah see you bye, bye okay so what do we think i absolutely love kate and i love her perspective on staying educated and how much she prioritizes connection in her business so all of the details for where you can reach kate and blush beauty are in the show notes i hope you guys took something away from this which hopefully was really inspiring and help you change your perspective on a few things yourself if you did enjoy this episode don't forget to share and tag us on social media i always love to hear from you guys but i will leave it at that for now so i hope you guys all have such a beautiful week and I will be in your ears on Monday morning bye thank you again for listening to the rise of her podcast I am a one woman show so if you have a moment to leave a review I would really really appreciate it thank you again and bye for now